Today we bring you this. Tomorrow, who knows? Hello, and welcome to season three of the Sensations podcast. My name is Eliza, and just like Blaine's character, I too plan to get irrevocably worse this season. Oh, but he's so great this season. It's it's season three where it's like the like the the threads are getting like snipped on the edges as we close creep ever closer to season five. I do love season three. I think that season three is some of the best glee, if not some of the best television of all time. Hi, my name is Olive, and in a perfect merging of my two interests, I think if glee characters played D&D. I know you'll hate this, but Rachel Berry would main bards. She absolutely would not. They're not OP enough for her tastes. I like but like I think she would want to sing at the D&D table. Yeah, if she did that, people would kick her out of the D&D party. But you would like the fact that Rachel Berry I'm not budging on this olive. I'm not budging. That's because you don't want to admit that no, you also because main bards. It, it's not First of all, it's not within her character to play D&D. Second of all, you know that bitch is maining weirdly OP wizards. She's cheating, is what you're saying. No, I'm saying she's one of those people where it's like, I use this one spell that's in this one source book that nobody's ever heard of or cares about, and this is how it works. And the DM's like, fine, I guess. But I don't think, like, that would require too much research into D&D, and I don't think Rachel Berry would do that. Because you're right, she, no, it's not in character in alternate, for her to play D&D. In an alternate so universe where she would care about D&D, I think that she puts the same level of effort into D&D as she puts into Barbara Streisand's career. I'm talking about this Rachel Berry as we see her on Glee canonically. Like, if she got invited to a D&D table, she would make herself, she would, first of all, make a self-insert character. Obviously. As we all do. And then it would be a bard that just, like, that makes it possible for like Rachel Berry as a player to sing as much as possible. I'm not budging on this. Even if she did play a bard, she'd fucking hate it. What do you because mean? I'm okay. So like a bard is a support class. Rachel Berry is not a support class person. Bards can have main character energy. No, you, they can Eliza. have main character energy. But if you are like in a battle or in a fight, your bard is not. Like Rachel Berry, Rachel Berry has paladin energy because of how goddamn self-righteous she is. But you think Rachel Berry would help her fellow players in a fight? No, I don't think she would do that. I think she's in it just for her. So why would she choose a character that's like better at combat? She would choose (laughs) a bard. No, because a bard's whole thing in combat is to help people out. I disagree. And we're just going to have to... Agree to disagree. If we don't stop right now, this is going to be the whole podcast. (laughs) Uh, Pause everything. We're actually doing a mini episode where we talk about how the Glee characters would play D and D. I'm actually proposing this in real time right now. What if we do a mini episode to introduce season three? (laughs) I mean, I'm game. I guess this is something I have opinions about now. I'm in real time. This is happening. I need everyone on listening to know that this was not planned and from here on out this is just going to be our in-depth discussion of the dean of the glee characters playing D. okay so first of all first thing we need to get set up is this like a D club at school 
Or, I don't think it's a D&D club. I think Artie is having a birthday party and he wants to play D&D with his friends. Is he that close to all, everyone? First of all, you are assuming that Rachel Berry would go to Artie's birthday party. So here's she the wouldn't. thing. Artie doesn't have a lot of friends. I think his parents invite the whole Glee Club for him. That's assuming that Rachel Berry would go. I mean, okay. But Rachel Berry, if it was a D&D club, Rachel Berry would not join that club. Most of the characters can would we, not join that Can club. we, within the fiction of this whole idea, just, like, agree that this is vaguely OOC characterization of Glee characters so that we can just take it as a given that they would play D&D to begin with? Um, sure. Uh, I do think I would like a prerequisite to be that some of the characters do knowingly think D&D is like cringe. Like, I don't think Puck willingly plays D&D. I, here's my thought. Finn Hudson really into D&D. Closet D&D player. And uh, truly a coming out equivalent to everything that Kurt's been through. You um, know who would make a fabulous wizard character? Kurt Hummel. Hell yeah. I'm just going to go through and I'm going to say things and then we can debate it, okay? I cannot believe we're doing this. This is going to be such a fun introduction. Here are Olive and Eliza's uh, two of their collective main interests, Glee and Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. I'm, I feel it's important to mention to people that I'm really cool and fun and sexy in real life. And don't you forget it. Um, <laughs> I'm none of those things. Which is Everyone why I play I'm not cool or fun, but they don't know whether or not I'm sexy, and that's what matters. Um, All right, uh, go ahead and, and you start because I already said my Rachel Berry piece, so I feel it's only right that you choose the next character. Okay, I'm gonna say it. I know that you said Kurt Hummel, uh, wizard. I would like to pause it. I feel like Kurt Hummel would be one of those people who. If you're in combat, just wants to be like, and I did like 37 damage. So I'm actually going to say Kurt Hummel is a monk or a fighter. Interesting. Um, I don't think he would be a fighter because I feel like like Kurt as a character might associate a fighter slash almost a barbarian like as too like beefy, too much like a football bro. I think if we're not going to go like super awesome wizard, I can definitely be down with Monk. Maybe a druid, but a druid that like mains fighting over yeah. healing. I do um, think I feel Kurt, like Kurt Hummel as a druid, big wild shape fan. Yeah, yeah. Um I I definitely see him as something using magic. Monk, yeah. Monks have some kind of use of magic, right? I've never played yeah. a monk before. But it's very fighting focused. Yeah, whereas druids are a little bit more versatile. I know we just, I just had my turn, but I have very strong feelings about this. Uh, Finn Hudson is a paladin. Finn Hudson's a paladin. Yeah, I could definitely see. I think if Finn Hudson, since we've already established he's like a closet D&D player, I think maybe as like a middle schooler boy, his early characters were like barbarians because those are like the tough guys. But now he's a little bit more settled into playing D&D. He likes paladins. He likes clerics. I, I agree with that. There's there's a little bit of self-righteousness that goes in there that I think is good for his character. Um, going back to Kurt very briefly, I feel like he has to main one of like the half something species. Um, yeah. Because, um, uh, the I... inherent feeling like you don't belong in either world. 
if he's gonna be into it, he's gonna be into it. So maybe like half drow or something to make it like very in the weeds. Um, see, that's so interesting because my first instinct was uh, him as an elf or a half elf because I think he would appreciate like the grace and the beauty of the elf in world. And so yeah. half elf, I think, works with that. I don't see him as like a dwarf or something more like no. utilitarian. He would um, do on- oh, very elegant. Okay. I feel I'm- like Finn, uh, I think Finn keeps it pretty basic. I think he means humans. Yeah, um, I could see him as, again, maybe something a little bit tougher, like a furbolg or a triton. A dragonborn. A dragonborn. Maybe maybe an occasional mix-it-up. But yeah, I think he definitely mains humans. And I like that we can say, like, he mains humans because that implies he has multiple characters as opposed to, like, I feel like Kurt Hummel's maybe played a game or two, but he doesn't have, like, a trend in his characters. He found out that Finn uh, is a closet D&D nerd. And was like, well, I have to encourage him in this. And sat down at the kitchen table. And Finn made all of them characters. All of them being the Hudson Hummels. I feel like Bert Hummel was big. Like, we used to make fun of the guys that did this. But, like, I'm glad you're having fun, kiddo. Oh, um, that's so sweet. Yeah, I feel like Bert Hummel also big paladin energy. I agree. However, I will also say that, like, I don't think Bert Hummel makes his own characters. I think either Kurt or Finn fills out the sheet for him and Bert, like, plays along. Yeah, exactly. Like, Finn is like, well, what kind of class do you want to slay? And then gives, um, like, a, a short description of each and Bert's like, whichever one you think is best. And then Finn is like, I, he sh- you should be a paladin because I'm a paladin. Um, yeah. Again, I could also see Bert. I mean, he's got kind of that traditional masculinity, so I could see Barbarian. But I could definitely see Barbarian for Bert Hummel. Also, um, let me let me put it on the on the table. A cleric who I know is like more religiously aligned, but again has that like protectiveness that I think aligns yeah. with um, with Bert Hummel really well too. The I parallels between Bert and Finn. God, <laughs> the parallels we deserved instead of the Finn Hudson Will Schuster parallels we were given. If I could. Um, circle back around to Rachel Berry real quick, just so I can like, cause I'm writing a Google doc right now. Yeah. I think she would like to play bards because of the main character energy of it. I think it's a character she Here's can- Here's the thing, play. every single bard I've ever played, which is most of them has never had main character energy. It's always quirky side character, the queer teenagers like energy. That to me I is what a bard is. I, Eliza, I don't think of bards as main characters. I know that this is not, we opened the last episode of our season two with you saying you are similarly the side character who everyone loves, but I also think you severely underestimate the amount of main character energy that you bring. Maybe I do. So here's the thing. I think if Rachel Berry was introduced to playing D&D, she would want the character that does music and, and she would take it at like face value. I, okay, I understand what you're coming from. I think that if we're going with the framing device that Finn Hudson is the one introducing all of this to them, I think he gives her a class and she just agrees with it. If we're going like season two, season three, she's like obsessed with him and like doing Mm -hmm. whatever to make him happy. I definitely think he makes her an Asmar so that he can call her his angel. I hate that, but like, sure. I also could see her as like 
a fairy, an elf, something very like pretty. Ooh, ah. Um, she's definitely not like a kobold, a minotaur, an orc. She no. would never play any of those. Maybe, maybe like a changeling or a shifter where like, I think she would adopt kind of like an actress persona to that and be like, oh, because I am, am so in love with the theater. Like I want to embody that in my character and how I can play so many roles. She would make it something pretentious like that. Yeah, probably. I also feel like Rachel is one of those ones. Maybe Finn like gives her a class. I think he would probably give her like rogue because like you can do stuff, but also it's a little more unlikely that anything bad is going to happen to your character uh like taking yeah. hits wise um but i think she does insist on getting a level in bard um sure yeah like if she's played for longer i'm okay then to say that she like starts out as a wizard or a warlock and then ends up taking classes in bard yeah i'm sorry not classes levels in bard i have and a hot take i think that blaine anderson is a cleric so interesting speak more say say more right now say more right now so i think similar to what you were kind of talking about with bert big protective energy uh-huh uh-huh because a cleric you get access to heavy armor so you're protected you're good you also do a lot of healing spells yeah i also feel like if we're going with the framing device that this is finn's thing I feel like, like we see with Blaine also being into like football with Bert. I feel like, like this could be another thing that we have, you know, Blaine bonding with the other guys in Kurt's family with. I feel like he's also secretly uh, a D and D. I was gonna say girly, but he is a man. <laughs> um, he can be a D and D girly. I agree with that. I I want to say two added so, things. What I was I gonna say was I could also see him homebrewing a class. Ooh, okay, so that's that's perfect, perfect, because I was gonna say that I don't know if Blaine would be a closet DD nerd. I feel like he goes full throttle. We see Blaine go all out a lot of times that's throughout great. this show. He has like seven different sets of dice, and anytime he makes a new character, he buys a new set of dice for that character. Yeah, Blaine Anderson is absolutely a dice goblin. Um, frankly, I think Blaine would have an appreciation for all classes, but I agree cleric because their saves are wisdom and charisma. I think he exactly. definitely loves a charismatic character. Um, I think he enjoys using something with magic. So I want to throw a sorcerer in the mix as well, but I can see maining clerics. I definitely think homebrew class for Blaine Anderson because he's always going to go above and beyond. Um, I feel like a homebrew race is maybe a little bit more common. I definitely think he plays some kind of fun animal creature. You see, I could see him doing that. I could also see him uh, playing into uh, a little bit more of the, like, I feel like he likes to challenge himself. So I'm going to say something that might be controversial. I could definitely see him playing a vampire character. Because I looked into doing that once, just kind of like based on vibes, and Jesus Christ, is it difficult. That's very interesting. I think that definitely goes with him being into homebrew stuff. Because I don't believe, is there a is there a vampire character that is... Um... I don't think there's like an official one. But yeah. Um... There's probably like ways to interpret the existing races yeah. as vampires. There is um, Blood, Blood Hunter as a class. Um, that's from Critical Role. 
I also, you know what else I could definitely see? Mm-hmm. If we're seeing them as like getting into it, um, which I do think that if both Finn and Blaine are into it, then Kurt's going to be like, I can come along for this little ride and entertain, you know, yeah. whatever it is that you're doing. Like him sitting and reading like Vogue while they're watching football because like he's with them and he's putting up with it. But like he's he's here for them. I definitely think that I could see Blaine proposing the idea of a whole one of them is an Asimar, one of them is a tiefling, and they fall in love. And it's like forbidden because demonic and angelic. And then like they have contrasting magic stuff. I could see Blaine doing this whole thing and then Kurt getting like weirdly into it. I thousand percent agree. Blaine, first of all, I definitely think Blaine is the type of character to romance NPCs. Definitely. But second of all, he's absolutely like making a whole plot. Like his character's plot doesn't end with like, the one journey that your dm takes you on like his character is like a full thing for blaine blaine larps putting that yes, on the table. He, he absolutely does yeah blaine has like his whole characterization built up in his head let me put another one on the table for you sam evans i don't want to say closet dnd nerd because i don't think he gets into it until i feel like sam evans critical role person yeah so maybe sam gets into it via online means podcasting internet shows that kind of thing yes i also think that like if one of the football bros like finn tells him about it he would then get so into it potentially even more than finn i definitely agree with that and i do think uh, sam is a little bit more simple and so i don't think he would not simple-minded but like I don't he's think a little he bit would... more basic on the he likes to keep it simple so there's more room for him to play in the space yeah i think he enjoys a fighter i think he enjoys a rogue occasionally a fighter a rogue i think that he enjoys playing as humans or like mostly humanoid characters yeah i can see an occasional elf i can see maybe a gnome or a dwarf someone a little stronger i can see that i can see that I, you know who else I could see getting weirdly into it? Who? Brittany. Ooh, I don't know if I agree. I definitely think Brittany would take a dragonborn because that would just like sound cool to her. I I'm don't not saying think... she's good. I'm saying that she, once she decides on her character and her role, like she's committed to it. Like the Lord Tubbington. So uh, here's it... the thing. Brittany would think D&D is real. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She would get too into it. She try to cast. She, Brittany would be one of those people that tries to cast spells in real life. Brittany would also get really into LARPing because she's like, yeah, we're, this is real. <laughs> I do love this fiction we've created of Brittany and Blaine LARPing together. To, to do so, but okay. As far as class for Brittany though, a class, something easy, a barbarian, maybe a barbarian. Not not that any D&D classes are inherently easy, just to be clear. I, I could see her being a ranger. Yeah, I, I, maybe something more weapon heavy. Speaking of, uh, or actually, let's get a race for Brittany first. So we had said Dragonborn because it sounds cool. Yeah, Dragonborn. Um, we haven't put uh, a fairy for anyone yet. And I do think Brittany would appreciate being a fairy. I think she would appreciate that. True. Um, I was going to say fairy for Quinn, actually. Ooh. See, I was about to go on to someone else anyway. Uh, I think Quinn would love being a fairy. I think Santana would love being a ranger. I agree. 
Um, I, what I was going to say for um, Brittany was, I can't remember the name. There is a name. It's like a tabaxi, like cat people. Yeah, tabaxi. I could totally see that. I could see uh, Santana absolutely loving being a tabaxi too. I played a real crackhead tabaxi character. Um, and those really lend themselves to like, I don't know, being sassy and like not wanting to be controlled by other characters. I feel like if Santana's getting, like, if, if Santana's committing to the bit, she's picking a race that is, like, like an official race, but just out there enough that if Finn is the one DMing, he's a little confused by it all the time. So I'm actually going to sure. give her Kobold. I don't think Kobolds are that out there anymore. I feel like they're picking up traction. That's my fair. Thing, my thing is that a Kobold is canonically, like, very small. I feel like Santana wants to have a character that has a little bit more gravitas. So let me put out a Kenku or a Fire Genasi. I could definitely, I could see a Kenku. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've definitely decided on Ranger for her. Quinn, absolutely a fairy or something else pretty like an elf. Um, maybe an air or water Genasi. I um, could see her as an air Genasi because wasn't she one of the ones, one of the flyers in the Cheerios? Yeah, she was always the top of the pyramid. There's no uh, mermaid race canonically, right? Oh, uh, there's tritons, which is kind of similar. Okay. I, yeah, I think I think I could see Quinn just going like, well, can I be a mermaid? And then Finn DMing is like, sure, you can be a mermaid. Yeah. Which is so valid of her, just to be clear. That's not making fun of that. And then Quinn, again, I feel like she wants something a little bit more simple. I think she would appreciate magic. So maybe a druid, a monk, or like a very simple wizard. I'm actually thinking sorcerer for her. Okay. Elaborate. Because as a sorcerer, when I first started playing D&D, &D, I, I, I played mostly sorcerers. You get magic, but you also don't have to think about the magic that hard. Okay. Like the different, not like schools, but like the different classes. So like from wizards, it's like you get it from book learning from clerics it's like you've pledged yourself to a deity from druids it's like the power of mother earth captain planet kind of vibes whereas a sorcerer right. it's just like i have magic deal with it i'm with you do we want to maybe say that like obviously quinn is having finn make the character sheet for her so she probably just tells him like oh i just want something magical and fun and yeah. finn can choose sorcerer for her let's move on how about Artie Abrams, who we've already established already into D&D? Already into D&D. I feel like he... A rogue, and he's such an asshole about it. Good characterization. I do like that. I feel like he plays tabletop RPGs, but not D&D. I think he thinks D&D is too normy. I, I'm not saying I think D&D is too normy. I'm saying I think Artie thinks it's too normy. Yeah, but like if his friends played it, he would get in on it probably because he wants to hang out with everyone but he would be an ass which is why i think him being a rogue but an asshole about it fits yeah and i also think he like i don't know i don't want to typecast Artie too much as like a dick but like i think there is canonical evidence of him being a dick maybe like a a druid or a cleric who like doesn't do their job as a healer at all yes and w whenever the group needs healing he's just like oh but i'm busy doing something else yes as far as race i will say building off of what you said about kurt earlier i do think Artie would have an appreciation for like the races that are seemingly like othered 
And so again, maybe a half lane of some kind, or, you know, one of the races that is half something. I could also see him picking something like a Goliath or like one of the, or a Minotaur, one of the the really huge. The next person that I like actually have capital T thoughts for, I think Mercedes is the one that kicks ass as a bard. Oh, absolutely would kick ass as a bard. I think Mercedes Um, is a bard. I think Mercedes specifically is a creation bard. I will agree. Mercedes is a bard. I do think she's less of an asshole about it than Rachel, obviously. Definitely. I do think that Mercedes would also like, I feel like be helpful to her actual co-players, fellow players. So I also want to say she could maybe pick up a druid maybe like a rogue but like more of a spy rogue if we're saying she picks up like a druid or a cleric kind of thing being a bard gives you access to 90 percent of their spells anyway but yeah that's that's what i was thinking they bards can do some healing bards can get like cure all cure wounds uh mass restoration cure mass cure wounds yeah, um, that's the fine. The thing then. I love about playing a bard is not the high charisma. It's the I can do whatever I want and no one can stop me. I can just go through different spell books and go, I get this spell now. You're telling me that's not key Rachel Berry energy, Eliza? No, she wouldn't look at it that way. Also, we decided that Finn is making the character sheet for her. Okay, fine. Um, who do we, what race do we think Mercedes is playing? I feel like it'd be kind of fun to throw in like a centaur or maybe a a Leonin. Is that what the lion people are? You see, I feel like Mercedes is going to keep it pretty basic. I feel like she's just going to be an elf. What are the main benefits of being an elf? Wait, let me scroll back up. Um, You have fey ancestry, so you can't be charmed or put to sleep. Okay, um, interesting. You get plus two dexterity, you get dark vision, keen sentences, and you can automatically put people into a trance. Oh, wait. Thoughts on her being a tiefling? I could see that. I feel like she would appreciate the beauty of a tiefling. Because it's all the same, like, I feel statuesque and grace as an elf, but, like, just a little spunkier. I could see that. I could see that, yeah. Mike Chang? Putting Mike Chang on the table here. Ranger? Fighter? I could see Ranger. I could also see Rogue. I could see Rogue because uh, poor Mike Chang always ignored. Poor Mike Chang always ignored. What are some underappreciated races? Maybe a, a gnome or a halfling, perhaps? A gnome, yeah. I think he would have fun with that. Thoughts on Tina and Mike both playing gnomes and they like make their characters together? I think that's cute. I do like that. I think that then, sure. I think that Tina would be a gnome, but she would be a gnome barbarian. Oh, Tina would have so much pl- fun playing that subversion type thing where it's like a really tiny character but i rage all the time yeah in that case i think mike being a rogue kind of balances that out because one of them's like the more sneaky like subdued character and then one of them's like the the barbarian (laughs) is that i don't want to do puck because i don't give a shit about puck i do not give a shit about puck um puck pops in as an npc and Kurt immediately attacks and kills him. I'm here for it. Um, I think we've got most you know what? of them. No, Kurt wouldn't do that. You know who would do that? Blaine. Done and done. I think Puck is too busy, like, smoking outside in the parking lot. 
to have fun with his D&D friends. And I don't want to include him. So, well, this has been fun. What a fun mini episode uh, for us to... Wait, are we making a character for Mr. Shu or Sue Sylvester? Do you want to? No, but I feel like we should. And you know what, though? In accordance to Will being, like, weirdly close to his students, of course he's also invited to this. And he comes and, like, hangs out at one of their houses. And it's super fucking weird. I feel like Mr. Shu is the one that's going to be like, I'm going to be a bard because of the music. He definitely brings a fucking guitar. Oh, he brings a guitar. He brings props. (laughs) Props. That's Will Schuster energy to me. Like, I have done some stupid things at a D&D table, but I've never actually brought an instrument. Yeah. I also, maybe it's uncreative, but I would see him as a human. Or the thing is that, like, Will Schuster is a little older. So, like, obviously similar to Bert, he, like, knows what D&D is. But I feel like Will Schuster knows what D&D is, but he was on the satanic panic side of it where he thinks it's the devil's. No, that's Sue. Well, I feel like Sue would love the chaos of it being like low-key devil worship. I was just thinking that Will would like, would play a race that is not that playing an elf is basic, but I think Will Schuster only knows so many magical creatures. And so he'd be like, I don't know, an elf, a dwarf or whatever, and like not understand the difference between those. Does that make sense? I feel like in that case, then Finn probably makes him a dwarf. Sure, he can be a dwarf. I'm fine with that. And then Sue Sylvester, then I think reveling in the chaos and the satanicness of it, um, absolutely is maining a magic character. Thoughts on a blood hunter? I don't know much about Definitely. it, but it's listed on D and D Beyond. That, that gives me Sue Sylvester energy because she is out for blood. Yeah, um, and um, and I feel like she wants to prove that she's more into it and better than everyone. So I feel like she's the one playing the vampire. Um, I absolutely think that. Sue Sylvester makes her homebrew race at home and does not inform the DM about it until she's at the table. True. True. That's There's the no chaotic. communication between Sue and the DM. Because why would Sue communicate with Finn Hudson about anything? Exactly. Thank you for coming along on this ride with us. I hope that any of our fans have enjoyed doing this as much as we have. Again, I want to iterate, we did not plan this, but it's been lots of fun. I promise a real episode will come in another two weeks. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at SingSationsPod. That is S-I-N-G-S-A-T-I-O-N-S-P-O-D. Feel free to reach out to us on any of our social medias if you have any other opinions on the Glee characters playing D&D. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.